This is Howard Anderson, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today we're talking with Ken Richardson, Executive Director of the Nevada Donor Network. Thanks for joining us today, Ken. Thanks for having me. I understand that you're using new technology to verify the identities of potential organ donors. Why was there a need to add automated ID verification to your online sign-up process? Most states now have a uh, donor registry system that is electronic, and many of them are through the Department of Motor Vehicles. We needed to create a secondary pathway so that people wouldn't have to wait in some of those long lines. And when we first started talking about creating a second pathway, a separate website that would allow people to enter the donor registry, we needed to make sure that we could verify their identity. And that's because, you know, a donor registry is like a, a living will. So we want to make sure that the people who are entering this information are actually who they say they are. How did you go about selecting what type of authentication technology to use? Well, that was a real toughie for me because I'm not an IT person. I, you know, I'm a healthcare administrator. So my I use technology every day, but I don't necessarily know the, the inner workings of it. So we had our IT department talk to some folks around the country. We talked to other organ banks that were looking at different types of technology. And then we ended up selecting a group called uh, Ideology because they had the you know, what I thought was the best ease of use and, and really uh, good verification system. Tell us a little bit in layman's terms about how the technology works. I understand it offers two levels of verification. Is that right? Big or level of verification. That can do validity checks with as little information as a name and address. And when you go to the next level, there's a higher level of verification that uses, gosh, I don't know how many databases to sort of cross-check on the fly different answers to multiple choice questions to see if the person is who they in fact claim to be. It's really just, uh, I think, just amazing to me to, to realize that within a few seconds, you can verify the identity of someone. And what determines what level of verification is used for a particular donor? What the start is, if the initial information based on the last four digits of the uh, uh, Social Security number, name, and address, if all of that match, then you're good to go. If there's a mismatch or something doesn't come out quite right, then you go to the next layer of, of verification and begin with multiple questions and determine the answers to the questions, and if they come back true, then you have a valid verification. So based on your experience so far, how do you think uh, other healthcare organizations could put the technology to use? Well, you know, this is a big buzz issue in healthcare today is electronic medical records. But there are a lot of instances where uh, you have to determine compliance and you have to protect privacy within healthcare. And you can just think of uh, almost countless uh, ways uh, that this type of technology can facilitate billing and claims, you know, customer support, you can verify doctors' prescriptions and that sort of thing. Uh, it's almost endless. What other technologies are you using to keep the online sign-up process as well as other communications with donors secure? Are you using other technologies there? Well, we are, and many of them are provided by governmental agencies or, or government contractors. And the sad part of it is many of these systems have grown up independent of one another, and they're not always compatible, and there's not always uniformity across platforms, and that's very frustrating. But we have an electronic medical record system that is really uh, specially encrypted and managed by an off-site location in Denver, Colorado. 
then we have another part of the national system that uses uh, a different kind of security encryption based in Richmond, Virginia, that really is probably the, the most comprehensive database in the world in terms of organ transplantation. It has virtually every patient since I think around 1984. So it's really a comprehensive database. And I'm not as specifically familiar with their, their technologies, but they're heavily encrypted uh, to protect the privacy of the patients. And, and whose database is that latter one you just described? The latter one is the United Network for Organ Sharing, also known as UNOS, based in Richmond, Virginia. And they are a government contractor that manages the organ transplant system on behalf of the federal government. They have a a government contract with HRSA, Health Resources and Services Administration. Finally, uh, how are you addressing security for communications with the hospitals and research organizations that are using the donated organs and tissues? Well, that's a really good question because it's it's really sort of exploding. Everyone is uh, recognizing the benefits of electronic communications over more traditional methodologies. And what we do is when we have a vendor or another provider that we want to share information with, we have our IT department evaluate their standards and what kind of uh, security measures are used. That's the first step, and then we look at compatibility and what type of information we can change. So it's rather a thorough process that we have to go through to make sure that we have secure information that's protected the privacy of the patient. Well, thanks, Ken. We've been talking today with Ken Richardson of the Nevada Donor Network. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so much for listening.